Hi, I'm Tara Stubbins. I'm a celebrity assistant, certified lifestyle manager, and time management expert. You can find me at takeiteasyconcierge.com. And thanks for listening to the Rockstar of Real Estate, realestatepodcastshow.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Small Business Spotlight Podcast. This is something that uh, I love doing as part of sort of my um, my overall, the, you know, the network itself being realestatepodcastshow.com. Um, it's really too boring for me just to do one type of podcast. If all I did was real estate listings, uh, I would stop listening to my own podcast. So I get to do these great things. I get to meet with great people. Uh, and I get to actually meet with a neighbor, um, not just a neighbor of the Danforth, but a neighbor of Scarborough, because uh, there's a connection there for us. But um, I get to meet with, with uh, small business owners in my community and share stories and actually share their voices. Because to me, when I meet with these guys, and I hear what they're doing, I always want to um, share it with you guys who are listening, but you're usually not there. So today you actually get to be here. So I want to introduce... Um, uh, someone from the Danforth Karate Academy. And obviously, if I'm getting any names right or wrong, let me know. Um, Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me today. I know that, uh, uh, again, you guys, small business owners like us, uh, you know, we're uh, our, our hours are, are, are very demanding. And I want to make sure that we use, you know, our, our time together the best we can. So Peter, um, introduce yourself a little bit to again, everyone who's listening, because it might just be, uh, you know, someone who's been thinking about getting into um, martial arts for whatever reason, maybe if you can introduce yourself and uh, a little bit about the business. Okay, well, as you know, I'm Peter, um, the sensei at Danforth Karate Academy, which is, you know, means instructor. Um, I've been doing karate pretty much like all my life. I started when I was six. I'm 40 now. I'm a fifth degree black belt. Um, you know, karate changed my life as a small kid. I was clumsy, accident prone. And, you know, my mom told me I needed to get into something that would uh, change the way I was. So that way I'd, I'd learn focus and, uh, you know, be more on the ball and less uh, in the ER. So, I mean, I've been okay. doing karate for such a long time. Wow. That's a, that's a tremendous amount of time. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, just, it's what I love to do. I couldn't see myself doing anything else, you know, in call in a high school, they're aiming you towards college university and stuff like that. And at the time I was like, Oh, I could be a computer programmer. I was really into, you know, auto shop and stuff like that. And one day I just sit in there thinking to myself, it's like, why would I, you know, want to go into another program where I could be sitting, tearing my hair out for, you know, four years on a degree. I'm not putting down like, you know, college or university, but I mean, I sat there and I thought to myself, this is, you know, where I should be. This is where I belong. This is what I do. This is my passion. It's what I love to do. Amazing. Amazing. And the fact that you're already talking about what brings you joy um, I think we're on the same page about this, because if you aren't, you know, doing what you're, you know, especially as long as you've been doing it, if you're not doing something that uh, brings you joy, there's no way you can um, express that to the others who are, again, you know, your students at the at the uh, at, at the academy. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about, uh, again, what was the I guess, what was the um, what was the journey? What was the genesis of, um, uh, of the studio? And, and, and is this, is this your first studio or is this, um, 
how, how did how did you get to where you are now location wise anyways um well the school started off in 1991 as a Danforth Karate Academy. We were at uh, Coxwell in Danforth. Okay. Um, it was a different karate school before then. We were affiliated with uh, somebody else, but you know, my instructor decided at that time that uh, the best school for him was moving forward was to be an independent school because the bigger schools they were looking to have, you know, tons of students, and that's just not his thing. You know, uh, he's very much he was very much a traditional martial artist in the sense that, you know, he believed that anyone that stepped onto the dojo floor deserved to be taught the same, whether you were a first three black belt or a white belt, you know, uh, it's, it was very important to him to share the art. It wasn't, this is going to sound silly to any business owner, but it was karate first business second, you know, okay. We, right. it's always been important to put the art first and foremost and the students, and then the business always came second. Okay. Uh, again, obviously, I love, again, I, I'm a huge fan of the behind the scenes of everything from business to music to films, uh, sports, I, I did some karate growing up, but I, I sort of drifted from there into um, rugby, which is its uh, own type of martial art, uh, <laughs> a lot of contact. Um, yeah. and football but um, I, I've always had um, friends of mine especially in, in when I worked in the gym business for about a decade um, many of my best friends were into martial arts and they were weight training for that stretching of course cardio all that different stuff that complements what you guys do and of course even um, the the sensei at the gym that I was working a guy named Rudy um, he actually was also uh, again you know big into weight training and again martial arts so um, yeah, so basically me trying to figure out, and again, not just me, but everyone who's listening, um, what sort of different programs do you guys offer there that are, uh, again, that would be, um, I guess, good for, you know, everyone from starters to seniors, because I, I think, um, especially after this lockdown, um, more than ever, I think there's a lot of people that are going to start saying, you know, I want to learn something new. And, and I even in my own side of the world that I, I, I deal with people moving into our community. Uh, my job is to introduce them to uh, great restaurants, great bookstores, great, you know, karate studios. Right. Um, I want to make sure that they're hearing it from you and your voice. Um, what are the different programs that you guys offer? Um, well, right we now? offer a variety of different programs. We have a program that's uh, like a kindergarten program that's run every Saturday from 10 to 1030, which is pretty much a uh, designed to teach kids to pay attention, focus, follow instructions. There still is some martial value to the program, but we purely focus on listening skills and hand-eye coordination. And then when they get a little bit older, we've developed the Karate Kid program for kids the age of five to around eight. Okay. Uh, we have our juniors program, which is eight to about 12. We have intermediate classes for our intermediate students, advanced classes. Um, you know, our programs are very well versed we start from the age of three and a half and we accept to, you know, any age, to anyone who's willing to learn. Phenomenal. That's again, that's really great news. And, and that's, and that's something that, again, when I'm, when I'm explaining this and, and I've recently spoke to some clients of mine who were uh, seniors who were actually um, uh, talking about, uh, you know, where would I recommend that they go? And this, I said to them, well, just, just hold on, a, hold on a few, uh, hold on a few days. Cause I'm going to be talking to a guy who's got a studio. 
um, you know, in our area. And uh, obviously, I'll be able to give them a bit more information. So it's, it's great that you've got all the different, um, all the different programs for, uh, for different, uh, for different ranges. And so as far as the again, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about business, because uh, again, karate first, we did talk about uh, if, right. if business is second, then of course, it's, a, it's an important thing. Um, how do you again, how, how would you say because uh, again, you, you're probably um, as good as anybody to have seen the changes. I've, I've seen the changes in the Danforth from the late nineties when I moved here from Scarborough. Uh, so I've seen a, a tremendous amount of change. How, um, how would you say you've um, experienced the, you know, the change in the, uh, again, the growth and the, um, uh, the, the, the housing and transportation, how, how would you say, uh, you know, what would you say your opinion of it all is? Well, you know, in a generalization from being from the 80s, the Danforth was mainly, you know, European. And yes. then as it grew throughout the years, it, I mean, it's so diversified now, it's amazing. You can walk down the street and you can find food from all over the world, different cultures, different tastes. I mean, I think that's awesome. People are going to say no matter where they are, but they think that their area is like the melting pot. But I mm -hmm. think, you know, the Danforth, East York, it is probably one of the most diverse areas of Toronto. And it's really amazing how all these different cultures, you know, come together. If you just walk down to Danforth and where the karate school is, there's that beautiful mosque with the nice tower with the glass. I mean, there's just so many different things that di diversify the area that, uh, you know, wasn't there before. And I mean, it wasn't horrible that back in the day that it was just Greek food and bakeries and stuff like and Italian food. But now, I mean, just think about all the endless possibilities. You get Japanese, Ethiopian, Greek, French. Uh, there's even like, Amer uh, well, I guess you say Canadianized foods, Chinese. It's, it's just endless. And then the people that you get to meet is just really amazing. Mm -hmm. um, if you're talking about infrastructure, I think it's really sad that it hasn't really evolved in this area very much. I mean, the Danforth Bluer line was built when? In the 50s? Yeah, yeah, 1954, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And the one that they're looking at putting in now, the Ontario line, which is a little bit peculiar. I mean, to me, it doesn't make sense that they run it up Pape and then stop at Eglinton. It would have made more sense if they went right across Queen Street from the other one end to the other and got rid of the streetcars. But I mean, I'm not a politician. I'm a karate instructor. <laughs> what yeah. do I know? <laughs> well, no, you're, you're a small business owner. You, you, you know, plenty. Um, and this is exactly why I'm asking, obviously from the standpoint of again, where uh, the Danforth is going again, I've had, um, numerous conversations with people again at, at all levels from homeowners to politicians to um, developers to, to, to just just to make sure that I'm I'm hearing uh, every different viewpoint because again it, it comes down to it you know people are moving here um, you know as as the person that meets a lot of people when they're first literally on their first visit to the Danforth or East York um, because I'm the first person they talk to, uh, I really want to make sure that they sort of get to hear, and this is what this podcast really is, uh, Peter. Uh, it's, you know, they, they will probably hear your voice maybe before they hear mine. And uh, I want to make sure that they hear, again, you know, all the great, a, the people that we have in our neighborhood, which of course is, is, is the reason uh, you, you, you stay or go. Um, and then of course the great places in, in terms of small businesses and things like that. 
um, for for the present and of course for the future. So um, any uh, any sort of um, any any unique plans that you guys have for um, Danforth Karate going forward, or any anything that you wanted to uh, mention before uh, before we wrap up the podcast. Well, I mean, the karate school will always be here. And, you know, our, our goal will always be to provide, again, you know, the art above the business. It's always been about quality of teaching yeah. for us. But um, for people looking to get into the martial arts program, you know, I, I'm not going to say, hey, we are the best because every school owner is going to say that. What I would say to people is that they should shop around. Mm-hmm. You know, they should, um, it should be like buying a used car. You go and see multiple used car lots before you sign up. So feel free to call other locations. If they don't offer you a free introductory lesson, it's probably not someplace you want to be enrolled in in the first place. I mean, because it should be, you know, very welcoming. Let you come in, get a taste for the atmosphere, get a taste for the teaching. Make sure it's someplace that you feel comfortable having yourself or your child involved in. You know, you want to feel like you're part of the community when you go into the school. So if you're looking for a martial arts class for yourself, for children, for your wife, for somebody, shop around. Don't just, you know, go to the first karate school because it's around the corner and say, oh, this must be it. I'm signing up. Feel free to visit other places and get a feel for what the uh, the marketplace is. You know what? Again, we've only just met today, but we're definitely, as far as what you just said there, I, I, I call it the points of um, points of difference. So whenever you're hiring a painter, a plumber, uh, a roofer, uh, anything major in your life, and I, and and you probably you know by what you said agree even for choosing a martial art uh, studio. Um, look at the points of difference. Look what each one offers you, uh, and the fact that you also mentioned that someone can just um, uh, reach out to you and um, you know stop by and do a, a free initial visit. I think that's really important, and that's also part of. Um, my goal is to be able to make that introduction to say, listen, um, you know, here's Peter, here's his email, um, get in touch and, and he'll set you up for an introduction. Cause for a lot of people moving to the neighborhood, um, they're very, uh, I guess reserved about, you know, reaching out, you know, to too many people at once. They really don't know. So I hope, uh, with this podcast and of course, hearing your voice that uh, they'll feel a little bit more comfortable. So I guess the last question to ask Peter is what is the best way for, um, uh, the listeners to, uh, to reach out to you, um, email phone, uh, whatever is best for you and, uh, let, let them know. And, um, we'll go from there. Well, the easiest way to contact the school is the old-fashioned way through the telephone, 416-461-7362. But if you're more digitally inclined, our email address is dka at rogers.com. If you're looking for more information about the school, you can check out our website, uh, www.danforthkarate.com. If you search on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, we're also on there. If you search for Danforth Karate, we'll pop up. Um, you could even just walk into the school and ask for information. Our parents are super supportive and always willing to answer questions. Our students are super supportive and always willing and open to answering any questions. And, you know, if I'm free, I'm more than happy to talk with people. Uh, unfortunately, the, my mom is recovering from uh, an illness, so she's not at our front desk. So it's just me at the moment. But, you know, it's still a warm, welcoming environment. So feel free to stop by and talk anytime. Wonderful. Peter, thank you so much for joining me today. I know we just sort of set this up over the last few days, but uh, again, every time I get to connect 
with a new neighbor, even though for me, it's been over 20 years of, of being here. I, I feel like at this point, uh, I should know everybody, but clearly, again, it's not that easy. So it's really no, great. Connecting. Yeah, it's really great connecting with you here. Uh, and I hope that we'll be able to connect more in the future. And definitely, I hope that you'll be hearing from, again, some of the listeners in the community once they've uh, heard the podcast and they know all the great things that you're offering. So thanks again, Peter, for joining me on the Small Business Spotlight podcast um, that's hosted at realestatepodcastshow.com. Thanks again, Thank Peter. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it.